Yo, let's get Ox traded! I'm on the outside looking in. I'm in the back. Hello, welcome back to the Ox Trader Podcast. You're tuning into Ox Trader episode 66, and you're here with Mike. Zach. And Lucas. And once again, this week, we're going to bring you four new artists, new songs, new albums for you to look into, check out, get down with. And before we get to the music this week. Before we get to anything this week, I just want to say there's a jazz rehearsal happening in my living room right now. So if you hear noise whenever I talk, that's what that is. If you think Miles Davis is a guest on the podcast this week, it's really just Lucas's roommate. So... Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, episode 66, being that this episode numeral is one number six away from being triple six, you know, the mark of the beast, we thought we should talk about evil music. I think we have a pretty good variety of songs that, you know, we can consider evil, kind of like menacing, dark music. And I'd love for I love for one of you guys to kick it off. What do you got? I can go first because I have a ton of them. So I'm just gonna kick it off with uh, one that obviously multiple, maybe all of us will probably have, which is the Number of the Beast by Iron Maiden. Just it's just like a gimme, like that one. It's like a, yeah, has to be on there. Um, followed, I didn't even think of that, but I mean, are, that's, you, are that's you serious? Gimme. You literally introduced that's the like, show that's... with the lyrics from the song. I liter- yeah, I literally quoted Iron Maiden seconds ago, and I didn't even think of Iron Maiden, so that's why you're here, Zach. Great. I'm glad I can save the show then. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to follow that up with uh, South of Heaven by Slayer. There's so many different Slayer songs that we could put on this list, but I just chose South of Heaven, mostly because the intro is just like evil as shit. The, the evilest, yeah. I, let me just jump in really quick, because I was going to just say Slayer in general, and I like didn't even know what song to pick. Like I was, of course, thinking "South of Heaven," of course, thinking like "Raining Blood," "Angel of Death." Like it's just so their whole their whole thing is like evil, evil, evil. So picking just one song, one album is so hard. Next, I'm gonna go with a black metal track "In the Shadow of the Horns" by Dark Throne, and there'll probably be a lot of black metal on this list. I'm assuming uh, coming up later on the show. Two more, Mike. You ready? Dude, I cannot. I'm on the edge of my bench right now. Okay. Okay. On the edge, on the edge of my stool. Symbolic by Death. Same thing. That fucking intro riff comes in. Oh my god. Song is very evil. And little curveball action here. Brother Lynch Hung is a horrorcore rapper in the 90s, and he had a song called Loke to the Brain. And that song, very evil. It was one of those songs that, um, People wanted to have banned after some kid listened to it too many times and supposedly caused him to murder his friend. So that ever since I heard that story, I've been like, wow, that song is super evil. Like our last episode, we made a Spotify playlist based off of everything we were talking about. If you want to just like have a, a doomsday on Spotify, there will be a playlist made with all of these evil dark songs on it for you to just like 
get real doomy and dark. I I just want to. I already interrupted you once, and I'm sorry, but I just had to. We were already talking about Slayer. Had to throw that out there because Slayer is so good. Everything about that band too, like their album art, insane. If you think of it, like back in the eighties, yeah, that's when things really, especially in the metal scene, I think started to get like pushing boundaries and pushing limitations as to like what's like too much because their album art is just so dark and twisted with like it, the imagery of hell and people dying and sacrifices and you know satanic symbols and imagery all that good stuff so of course that is has to be on here i'm gonna go back a little bit before the 80s because i think one of the other classics like <clears throat> much like iron maiden that being a classic another really good evil one is the song black sabbath by the band black sabbath yeah because first off black sabbath is probably the best band name ever that one's it's so good and then it's funny because the song black sabbath like when i first started listening to like metal when i was younger i always thought it was i never really liked this song i always found it really boring i think i just wanted to hear people like shred and that's why i was more like into like slayer stuff and things like that because like it's way more uh stimulating i guess and the song black sabbath is like kind of subtle but like listening to it now it's just so evil and the lyrics are so creepy and dark and the way it kind of like comes down and then like comes way back up, swells up and like has like the church bells and all that. It's just really like intense and in your face. And one of the reasons that song too is like so dark is it uses an, an interval in music that's called the devil's interval. And this is actually a chord progression that was banned in the middle ages, clerics, churches, would ban any one anything from producing this chord progression because it was supposed that by playing these chords you could raise the devil himself so that the history behind that chord progression in the song black sabbath the fact that it was literally like outlawed from being played is pretty crazy and dark and evil um i'm getting really nerdy this episode with this stuff but there's That's some cool. some of this is just really interesting. Yeah, and I'm I'm just gonna ner- I'm gonna I'm gonna nerd out one more time because thanks to my college education, uh, studying music, I was able to come across this piece of music called "Threnody to the Victims of Hiroshima" that was composed by this composer. His last name is Penderecki, and it's crazy because this is like a composition that was made for 52 string instruments. Um, they p- composed it in 1960, so like over the halfway point in the 20th century. It's just crazy because listening to this song now, if you didn't know it's from the 60s, you'd probably think it was made like on a computer, like recently, because it sounds like just some crazy noise music. But re- but it's all string instruments, 52 string instruments. It sounds just like screeching and terrifying. And it was composed as a way to kind of, it was just in memory and memoriam and dedicated to the victims of Hiroshima. So it kind of like touches on like the catastrophe and like, you know, all the lives lost in that time. But we'll have that song. I'm so pumped. It, this song is on Spotify. So for anyone intrigued by this, you can, this is one of the songs on our Spotify playlist for this episode, which is awesome. And like when you listen to it, you'll have 
you would never think it was string instruments playing this like crazy soundscape noise piece. Um, but yeah, that's that's really all I have. I I for some reason had such like a mental block on evil music, other than of course Slayer and Black Sabbath, and I thought of this piece. Maybe you're not evil enough. All right, so I think we're at a good point now, talking about some evil music to maybe get into some evil, maybe not so evil music, but I'm going to kick it off. My first song is from the band Career Suicide out of Ontario, Toronto, Canada. They're putting out a new record on Deranged Records, and this album is called Machine Response. I'm going to play the starting track, the first song off this album called Cut and Run. So you just listened to Cut and Run by Career Suicide. This is the opening track off their most off, off their latest release called Machine Response. This was put out by Deranged Records, a really awesome record label out of British Columbia. Um, I came across this and was really stoked to hear like what this band was doing because they they're really doing something that sounds really modern and really truly punk and truly hardcore. Like it. There's little things that like make me think back to like 80s hardcore punk, but there's some songs in this album that get kind of melodic and the way they've kind of brought it to, you know, modern day is just really awesome. It still has that like in your face, punk, chord progression, aggression. It just came out. You can get it on the Deranged Records Bandcamp for $7 or head to their website and pick up a physical copy there and support a great label and a great punk band out of Canada. First up this week, I bring you the track Copper Palms by Tourniquet.
you die. that was copper palms by tourniquet off of their release called separation they are a new jersey straight edge band who bring the old metalcore vibe that i love bands like sky came falling martyr ad and since by man so i just love that they're keeping it in that realm and just making great music hopefully be playing a show with them in the future all right so back to me we got five more songs that I feel like are the most evil. And I'm going to kick it off with this track called Black Metal by the band Venom. Kind of just a timeless track for metal and evil. <laughs> yeah, Venom was like one of the forefathers to like death metal and black metal and all that stuff. Yeah, so I was like, that's like, obviously that's going to be on the list. I mean, the song the song's called Black Metal, right? So. Correct. Yes. Okay, so another curveball, I'm going to throw in 
um, the theme song of one of my favorite horror movies, Suspiria, by a band called Goblin. Oh my god, this song is just so fucking eerie. They recently did a tour, it might even have been their first US tour, and this is a movie from the 70s, maybe even early 80s, and uh, this, this tour, and they actually played at a church in New Haven, and the church is super old, and it sits on top of a crypt, so it was just the creepiest environment possible to see Goblin play the song Suspiria, also a great movie, check out the movie and the song both, going back to the black metal, Freezing Moon by Mayhem, if you don't know about Mayhem, Mayhem is probably... Oh my god, I don't even know where to start with this band. This is like mm-hmm. I don't let's just start with um one of their members. Like they they basically created black metal for lack of a better like for what black metal is known for today, they created it. They had a member who initially started with the corpse paint, which is like the black or the black and white face paint that they put on, not kiss at all. <laughs> um but he he was literally insane and he would try to bury himself like he wanted to literally bury himself the night before concerts so that his flesh would become pale and he would even bury his clothes other times when he couldn't bury himself and bury his clothes and dig them up the day of the show so they would be like rotted just a bunch of bizarre things one of their members killed himself and another member found him and what does he do doesn't call the police he gets his camera takes a picture of the dead body and they use it as the album cover. Oh, and on top of that, he steals parts of his skull. He takes those and he wears one as a necklace and supposedly gives them out to other famous musicians. And it's a great honor to get one. That's, that's the whole yeah. uh, rumor, but apparently, I don't know, it survived. So I, I don't know, it's kind of one of those tales you hear about. And lastly, there was two members in the band supposedly fighting about who was more evil and one of them killed the other one because he wanted to be the most evil one in the band and let's just put the cherry on top of this they also burned down a few churches so i mean this is pretty much the most evil band it's probably another one somewhere but this is like you can't i can't have a list of most evil songs without having mayhem on there and i just chose their most well-known track freezing moon but that's mayhem yeah everything in it Everything that is mayhem is evil. Like it goes past them recording music. <laughs> I think it clearly. Yeah, I mean their music sounds pretty evil, but it's also in a different language, so it's kind of hard for me to pick up exactly what they're saying. But everything about them, like their Wikipedia page, is rife with stories like this. There's a documentary about them. I mean, it's just insane. Two more, two cups of blood. Hey. Gravediggers. I don't know this, if you guys have listened to this. This is definitely a staple for uh, hip-hop, for the boom-bap. But similar to Brother Lynch Hong, this is another horrorcore group. This is probably like, the most well-known horrorcore group. Definitely check that out. And last, one of my favorite bands of all time, Ringworm, track Numb, Blind to Faith. It just starts out with a sample. I don't even know who it's, the sample is, but it's just like... I'm, hopefully we can add the sample. There is no God. I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> we oh, get it. Yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just starts off with, there is no God, and then it just starts into a riff. And that's just how it starts. Like, Ringworm is such a fucking great band, and I'll never stop fighting for for them, for people to recognize <laughs> how good they are. Because they've always been a band that's too metal, 
for the hardcore kids and too hardcore for the metal kids. And they live in this weird purgatory realm of music. But this is like perfection for me because this is the two things I love in one band. And uh, they have great art, great music, and um, they do a lot of horror rips for their t-shirts, which is another one of my favorite things. So it's just it's a culmination of everything I like. And it's just in one spot for me. So Ringworm... One of my favorite bands. I think it's on a high note here. Um, you playing that one sample reminded me of the sample that's at the top of Misha by Integrity. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that one is fucked up. But that's that's like a pretty kind of evil-ish song. I mean, that band in itself is semi-evil, I guess. Like, they're cult members. There's, like, some mystery about them. I really oh. was thinking about putting them on here, but... Uh, I kind of just went with, uh, I don't know why, I mean, I really could have, but I feel, I feel pretty strong about this list. I think they probably would be in the uh, 11 to 15. Yeah, I got two more. Um, not, like, particularly evil, but their aesthetic has that kind of vibe. Uh, Oathbreaker. Yes. With the two-part, as I look into the abyss, the abyss looks into me. I just remember being at a show the first time seeing them and getting Where'd to you see one. them at? The first time I saw them was at uh the uh Milford uh Point, Point Beach, Beach Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that with uh Punch? Yes. So that was their first show ever in the US cuz I was there yeah. too. And I'm yeah. like a big fan of theirs. I don't like their newest album at all, but I, I was, was like good, so fucking hyped to see them. I was like oh, so fucking yeah, hyped dude. to see them in, in the US. Yeah. Well, I, I had never heard of them before, and when they played, I was just, like, blown away. And then also just, like, yeah, their whole aesthetic is just, like, witches and evil and cool shit. So Yeah. I think, okay, this is why I didn't like that album was because, I mean, you could tell, but from Maelstrom, that album in 2011, yeah. that's, like, what I got hyped on. And it kind of got less heavy with, like, Eros and Teros. Yeah. And then their newest one, it's just kind of like, I mean, it was a progression. Like, it's going to happen, but right. I don't know. I was just holding on to Maelstrom, and I was just like, I want more of this, and it didn't come. What am I going to do? Still great album. The last one, uh, pretty much anything off of Sun O's discography. Yes, I was hoping uh, someone if, would say that. Yeah, if you're looking for something just to, to wrap yourself around the, the darkness, Sun O's one of the ones to go with. All right, for my last song in this week's episode... I'm going to continue bringing some music from Deranged Records. As you heard before with Career Suicide, Deranged is doing some really great stuff with hardcore punk heavy music, but I wanted to bring a band that's doing something a little different sound-wise, and so I'm going to bring you the band Century Palm. They just released this brand new LP called Meet You on March 10th. And I'm going to play the song King of John Saint off this new LP of theirs.
The song you just heard was King of John Saint by Sentry Palm. This is off a record they just put out March 10th called Meet You. This is another release from the Deranged Records catalog. Wanted to play this band because with earlier in the show with Career Suicide, you heard how the label is really doing great stuff with heavy music, with hardcore punk music. But also, it's not just limited to that. This band, like, doing this new wave, sort of poppy, post-punk sound is just, like, killing it. Sounds so good. And I think it's great that they're, the label is just recognizes talent, whether no matter what genre it's in. Check out the rest of this LP. It's so, so good. Just came out. You could buy the LP digital download on their Bandcamp for $10.00. There's a link there to get to the Deranged Records website. They have the vinyl, the CDs there, so you can get yourself a physical copy. So please do that. Support the band. Support Deranged Records. And if you are in the British Columbia area, they're playing Vancouver at the Astoria on March 18th. So get out to that and follow the band on their Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter just to stay posted on upcoming shows this year. Next of a brand new band called Restraining Order with their track, We Can't Lose. We Can't Lose by Restraining Order off their brand new demo, which just dropped last week. This is members of a ton of different bands you know and love, such as Pale Horse, Maniac, Ends Meet, and Contempt. And they have five new tracks for you, so make sure you go check that out. Also, they'll have tapes coming out from Rat Tracks Records. Thanks for listening to Aux Trader episode 66. Make sure you check out our Spotify playlist with our list of most evil songs make sure you follow us on twitter facebook instagram and we'll be bringing you a brand new episode next week aux trader episode 67 see you then Ah!